Hey everyone, we're back. We're back in our own backyard. We're gonna make the most of every day. We're tuned up and right on track. Baby, we're back. We back, we back, we back in the speakers, back in black, getting blasted in the bleachers. It's probably true what my mama said. I do it just like my daddy did. This is what you tell me. Uh, okay. It all comes down to this, huh? Okay. Welcome back. It's been a while. Episode 255, though, like we never left. Charlotte's number one podcast recorded in a basement. Post baby break. Now got a three-year-old and a month and a couple week old here at the Rolling Household. So to be able to escape away for about an hour, appreciate Jerry and letting us do that. We are here. We got Jeeves. We got Duval. We got a young lady who you've had, who's been on the podcast twice. But first, Jeeves, since I think he beat everybody here, man, how you been? Uh, Aaron, Aaron oh, beat me here. Aaron, Aaron beat you here. Okay. Well, as yeah. as a help of the host and a regular, how you doing, Jeeves? I'm doing good. Had a nice little break. Seen you a couple times over the over the break, but it's good to be back. To like you said, just to calm and. Clear your head and just talk for about an hour, hour 15. Yep. It's good. If you're looking for me, I am on Twitter and Instagram at Jeeves1988. Yeah, and during the break, Jeeves, didn't you take a little trip to California? I did. I went to California um, the week after July 4th, so for about a week and a half. I know. It was surprising, you know, in this day and age when people go on vacations, you see them at least post one or two things. I thought Jeeves just died. I didn't know where he, he – I knew he said, here's the dates I was going somewhere, but I didn't see a plane window takeoff photo. I didn't see a touchdown photo. I didn't even see, like, an out-to-eat, like, with some sweet tacos or something photo. I was like, I don't know. What's Jeeves doing? I'm the type of guy, like, I like to live in the moment. Okay. Like, my, my sister-in-law, my cousin, my brother, they took all the pictures, and then um, – we went out there for the for my grandma and grandpa's wedding uh, anniversary party, so there were pictures on there. But I'm the type of guy that likes to live in the moment and just just be with every family and everything like that. It was, I mean, I could have took pictures, but it was like, why why interrupt the picture or why interrupt the family talk and the the fun I was having by taking snapping pictures and whatnot, okay. you know? I feel you. Now the big one we had a conversation. I think it was. God, maybe a year or so ago about finding your soulmate and this, that, and the third. Jeeves said, you, your quote, one of your famous quotes was, I've, you've thought about your soulmate being out in California. So did you meet anybody that partic- could potentially be your soulmate, Jeeves? I did not because we had so we were, we were had so much packed in that week and a half. We didn't get a chance to go out like I really wanted to. Okay. Because like, my cousin... And her boyfriend wanted to go out and watch the McGregor fight, but that was like the right after the party. So we were like, we just watched it at my uh, aunt and uncle's house. But other than that, we didn't get a chance to like go out for okay. like have cousins and my sister in law come out with us, but we never got a chance to do any of that. All right, so you're still on the hunt. I am. <laughs> All right, good to, good to hear from you, Jeeves. I'm sure, like I said, football season right around the corner. We'll all be doing our videos as usual. And back again, Duval, birthday month, end of August. How you been, Duval? 
Uh, I've, I've, been, I've been pretty good, man. Just kind of just taking it easy, same old, just working. Um, I know you kind of mentioned off the air just about how hot it's been. Um, oh, I'm a, I'm a runner, as you know about my 32-mile challenge. Yeah, I know you haven't. <laughs> haven't been, and, and I'm not going to fault you for it, you know. But um, <laughs> but I did run today, and I did. I, I kind of went to a new place, and I kind of ran near right behind North Neck and, like, where those new apartments are. There's a huge hill behind the Walmart. Okay. And I can tell you it was extremely bad. But um, You ran yeah, that, that you know, on the, the street, on that street? Yeah, so, so like you know that long street, like yep. you know where those apartments are on your on your. I guess if you're coming from North Meg, there yep. are the apartments on your right. If you yep. turn at that light, going straight, there's like a down across the bridge. There's a down and there's a steep hill, and yeah, it was pretty rough. But um, that I'm, this is all just prep for my half marathon that I'm, I start my training this week. So just pray for me, yeah. and I'll, I'll send you more details about that as the yeah. year goes. But um. <laughs> If you're looking for me, it's Rod vs. Duvall on Twitter, just Duvall on Instagram. And yeah, I know. Jerry and I went to the beach on our fi- my final week of a leave, and we were hoping to get uh-huh. some walking in. But man, just trying to juggle two. One lays down for a nap. Then it was raining a little bit, so you didn't want to really walk in the rain. And I'm telling you, getting two kids, a three-year-old and a month-old, down to the beach, that's some work, man. It's just all the shit we got to drag with umbrellas and toys and mats and all that stuff. By the time you get down there, you didn't, I, I don't want to do anything but sit in a chair, have some drinks, go out to the ocean, take a pee, and that's about it. So that's really all we did. Luckily, we had, you know, Luke got to finally, Luke and Tate finally got to play with their new cousin, Lily, who they really had to play with because of COVID and everything. So that was cool to see their interactions. But, yeah, it's we were hoping to get some miles in, but it's been, you know, tough hot like just nasty I, I think about like playing football back in high school and middle school and just how in the world as a kid did you play sports out in this heat i guess it didn't affect you as much because you were just a kid but whoo buddy it'd be tough to do it these days <laughs> so for me yes J Roll nation twitter and instagram the beards watch podcast on facebook and then you can find our podcast on spotify soundcloud itunes and stitcher and of course our youtube we still got about 10 Burial carts left. Duvall's going to be in some of those. Jesus, some of those from that Blitz tournament night. And then a couple when Cheeks was in town, we knocked about three burial carts as well. So we got 10 of those left. And then that should set us up right to football season when we'll be doing all the Panther game reaction videos and all that good stuff. We got the 86 inch TV hooked up, looking like a sports betting room in the, in the living room. So we'll be ready to rock, <laughs> mounted on the wall. No worries. But yes. So. A guest, bring it back again. Trying to get guests. We got some new guests, some old guests. It came down to the wire because I didn't know exactly when we were going to come back. But you've heard her on episode 171 and episode 194. Jeeves and I's old bartender at Fox and the Hound in Burkdale. Now she's out in Texas. So we're going to get that whole background story of how she got out there. But Aaron, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I understand you guys think it's hot out there, but it is hot out here with 100 <laughs> degrees. No feel, 100 degrees recorded temperature today. It's okay. unbelievable. It feels like my skin burns every time I go outside. So I don't go outside. So since you were, how long were you in North Carolina? 10 years. 10 years you were here in North Carolina. You are in the Charlotte, Huntersville area. Mm-hmm. Now comparing that heat, as we were saying about humidity and stuff, your heat is more, is it like, like feel like an, when you open the oven and the oven hit, hit you in the face kind of thing? Is that the kind of heat it feels like? No. See, I wouldn't really mind. I like humidity. So, okay. like, I like the heat that you have out here. It's like 
instant nosebleed. Your skin is sizzling. Like Ooh. it feels like the sun just got halfway closer. Oh wow! Like that, as soon as you hit, as it hits your skin, you're just like every. You can see people. They just hide for the shade. They just go in different directions. <laughs> it was 103 the other day. Wow! And yeah. it's gonna get hotter. Oof, oof, that's tough. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So before we get into why you moved out to the devil's asshole out there, <laughs> where where can people find you on social medias if you want to be found? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Feisty Muppet. Okay. All right. So you also you're on Twitter, but I don't think you've used that in like six or seven we, years. Yeah. We don't have to revisit that. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't worry. I'm still I'm still tagging you with stuff, even though you don't really use it. So no worries. All right, so what, out of nowhere, I was just on social media a couple months ago and just saw you posted, all right, leaving for Texas in, you know, two weeks, and it was like, wait, what? And again, I know we're not like the greatest friends or whatever, but I was surprised by it. You've been in Charlotte, Huntersville area for 10 years. Like I said, you served me and Jeeves plenty of beers at the Fox and the How. You've been on two of our podcast episodes, played some beerio cart, all that good stuff. Oh, are you still there? Everybody there? Oh, we might. Have, yeah, yeah, everyone's here. here. I think. Yeah, <laughs> Jeeves, you still there? Look like Jeeves. Look like Jeeves' internet done crapped out on him. Look at that. See. So, as I was saying, served many of those beers at Fox and a Half and all that good stuff. What after ten years in Charlotte? What was the reasoning behind this move to Texas? And where exactly are you in Texas? Okay, so uh, I'm in Dallas. Um, okay. In the, I live in the northern part, but I work in downtown, so I'm right in the heart of it. Um, I kind of, my friend just called me up one day, and um, I was bitching about something. And she was like, why don't you just, like, come to Dallas for, like, a year? And I was like, okay, dope. <laughs> um, I rented a Suburban because my Jeep Liberty was not going to make it. And I moved <laughs> out here with me and my dog and whatever fit in there. Yeah. And uh, the first night, I just got done unpacking my Suburban. I was like, I need a drink. I need food. I'm not cooking food. Like, no way in hell, not today. <laughs> it was so hot, and it was only May. I think it was like 95 that day. Um, I went to a restaurant, and the bartender was like, so uh, how's your night going? Like, your hair is, you know, blue hair. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, I just moved here. And he was like, cool, you want a job? And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Like, I think I was here for like five hours, and they were just like, you, you want a job? And I was like, showed up at my last interview and they asked me to be the event coordinator for four different restaurants so wow big girl um, it's a little crazy i'm not gonna lie so to me that's pretty crazy that you just moved out there yeah not really having a job you had a friend mm-hmm. but i mean, I, mean I have family out here don't okay. get me wrong I mean, okay they're like three hours away and six hours away i think but <laughs> I like to drive. Driving's cool. Okay. As long as there's AC in your car, like, you're good to go. So, is this, uh, how long do you plan on staying out there? Is this just, I don't know, TBD or what? Um, I mean, I signed a contract for a year in June, so I'll be here till then for sure. Okay. Um, honestly, this job opportunity is, I don't think I could ever have gotten this in Charlotte. Nice. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to give it up. The company's doing really well. I mean, collectively, the the three people that own this restaurant group 
also own like four other concepts separately. Um, and they're trying to figure out how to loop those all in together. So uh, I just don't see like going anywhere else but up in this company. And when I was in Charlotte, no hate to any job, but I had kind of gone as high as I could in, okay. in the company I worked for, for sure. Okay. So you're out there. What exactly are you doing out there now? So I am the event coordinator for three different restaurant concepts, but four different restaurants physically. Okay. Uh, one of them is basically, it's good for baby showers and wedding rehearsals. Another one is like very loungy. It's all wood. It's a library. It's good for like business meetings. You know, you're trying to sign a contract. Yeah. Um, and the other one's just for a good old party. I mean, they fit like anywhere between like 80 to 100 people in each venue. So I talk to a lot of people a day. Okay. Got a lot. Okay. So, so with, with that, um, how has it been, I guess, as far as the transition through the pandemic, just because of how everything's going, some people decide to do, not do as many baby showers, are they not traditional weddings, all those types of things. So as how's business been, and and I know you're still kind of new, so it's like, you know, it's kind of different. So, so kind of talk to us about that. Yeah, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but COVID is not real in Dallas, apparently. Yeah, um, yeah. They have just opened the AT&T headquarters back up. They are full, like, green light go. Um, vaccinations aren't really a thing here, but neither are masks. Um, they haven't had a mask mandate in a really long time, and it isn't coming back. There's no limits of groups. Um it's almost weird to see people with a mask sometimes. Not that I, I support it completely, but yeah. I am vaccinated and I am in this giant room by myself. So like, I don't see people. Most of my clients, I never even see them. Like if their events aren't over a certain dollar amount, I don't have to be there. And considering I work nine to six every day, yeah, their events usually start at seven or eight. I'm like, peace out. I'm tired. I'm going home. Y'all let me know if there's any problems. I'll come back. But <laughs> I my clients it's all done over the computer so um yeah nothing is closed everything is opening like full force and it has been the whole time i was scared at first um but they have a lot of different cleaning like tactics or i don't know if that's the right word like they like hydrogen peroxide bomb or something like that in the <laughs> restaurant every night and they do like the uv light thing i don't know they're really fancy here there's a lot of money in dallas it's kind of crazy there's yeah. a lot of people. Except for the Cowboys stink. But other than that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to be a Cowboys fan. Don't That's worry about <laughs> it. So never. you're out there. I mean, I know we have another friend of ours, uh, Cheeks, who lives in, um, golly, where's he? He's at Texas Tech. So I can't even, I'm having a brain fart. He's, like, he's in Lubbock. Lubbock, he? That's it. Yeah, Thanks, Steve. Lubbock, yeah. yeah, so he's in Lubbock. So he's out there. But yeah, he talks about the heat and it, it gets Weirdly cold there is where they are sometimes in the winters as well. They had a weird freeze where last oh. year, like, because the houses aren't built for the cold and everyone's water pipes were bursting and walls caving in. But do you see this? You just said you signed a lease for a year, or a contract for a year, but do you see this going any further? Or is it, like you said, you're just kind of loving to, to up and move Charlotte when your friend was like, hey, just come live out here after you were bitching one day. That's a wild move. So are you seeing 10 years here or are you just taking it day by day? I mean, if we're talking about what I've tracked so far, 10 years would make sense. I mean, I did 17 in Florida, tried it in Maine, it didn't work, did 10 in Charlotte. Yeah. 
I've gotten some offers to move to like the Northwest, yeah. but I don't know how I feel about all that rain. But <laughs> I've gotten some offers already, so I'm kind of entertaining it. Yeah. I mean, it's just me and my dog. Yeah. Like, no kids. I know I'm not in a relationship, so like, why not just live wherever you want to, really? That's true. Uh, my jobs can be remote if they need to be. Um, and if COVID, if things go back to normal, if events become a thing in other states, now that I have this experience, which running four venues at the same time is insane, um, I have this experience, I can probably take it anywhere, really. So that just seems wild. You were just sitting there having a beer and a guy came up and did he already know you were looking for a job in events or did he just kind of... No, he was just a bartender. Oh, okay. He said he said he talked to me because my blue hair, which is hilarious. Because when I showed my parents before I moved, yeah, they're like, "Well, no one's gonna take you seriously." And I was like, "Oh, well, I don't care." Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So before we get to bounce to that, why the blue hair change? Um, I had never dyed my hair in my entire life, and my friend wanted to do it as a going away present. Okay. Also, we had drank a lot of wine, so <laughs> yeah, it that'll happen. Like the right thing that's to do. <laughs> But I'll, I always say, like, you know, when it comes to, like, colored hair or tattoos or certain things, depending on what business you're in, like you said, you're in the you're in the entertainment business. I feel like that has no meaning if you've got – as long as you look respectful, whatever color hair it is, tattoos, earrings, whatever, if you can get the job yep. done. Now, yeah, if you're if you're a high-investment banker, I don't know if you could get away with that. <laughs> but, you know, that's – that's to every, every job has a right. You know, when you're in the arts entertainment industry, I feel like you can get away with it. So, well, hey – did you at least tell your parents you get the I told you so thing that it was going to be okay? Kind of, because when I got hired as the event coordinator, um, they forgot to tell me that they didn't like my blue hair before <laughs> I signed my contract. Um, so technically I was supposed to dye it back, but then I made my hairdresser lie and say that she couldn't. Ah, okay. I love blue hair. So it's kind of I told you so, but not really. really? But <laughs> we have to go to the Twitter. It's going to be too busy, and then they're going to be used to me having blue hair, so it, I, it'll be fine. So how long does the blue hair stay? Not long. Yeah. I mean, technically it's blonde underneath. So this okay. is – it was actually supposed to be like – I don't know if this is going to I know that you guys can't hear the sound, but it's like supposed to be like a dark navy blue. And we, we see what's happening right now. Yep. It's kind of it looks it's like chill green. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's hot. I sweat a lot. I got to wash my hair. Yeah. My hairdresser's not happy about it, but I just give her more money, so it's fine. <laughs> well, Jeeves, it's good to have you back after your downfall. Would your computer die or something? Uh, did another update and without even telling me on Google Chrome. So. Wow. <laughs> All that, all that time making fun of Duvall using his cell phone. Here you are. I know. Going, going tall screen. So I know. You might need to upgrade because Jeeves, before everything, <laughs> before the baby, you was having some technical <laughs> issues. So it's so I was. Well, I even opened up the laptop an hour before to make sure that this wouldn't happen. And listen, man, you right. got to stop rubbing them out on that laptop. Man. Getting too sticky on there, Jeeves. <laughs> Yeah, you got like I said, you got seven weeks to shake all that stuff out. Here you are. <laughs> week, week one out here figuring it out. So <laughs> All right. So what is it that you miss about Charlotte? Do you miss anything? Yeah. Or the people. Okay. The, the people. Oh my God. The amount of like to be super serious in something that I'm actually trying to handle in the <laughs> restaurant group, the company right now. I have heard so many racist things 
transphobic, homophobic. And I was one of the first people coming in here, you know, being part of the queer community. I was like, hold the fucking phone. Yeah. First of all, that you don't say this, say this. And I was like, you, we're not, no, that's not even happening. I went all the way to the owners at one point. And I was like, I understand that I moved to Dallas, Texas. I get it. This isn't going to fly with me. And the way that my personality is, like the things that I believe in, hold the phone. And you just hear it all the time. It's insane. I was here for pride and the amount of hate. I mean, you know, the guy that stands, um, what is it? In uptown with like the Jesus sign. Times that by 40 people every day. And that's just in the downtown area. We have like downtown, uptown, Ellum, Ellum, lower Ellum. They're everywhere and they just hate everybody. And I'm just like, Oh, Charlotte, my loving, accepting Charlotte. Like, there's no Noda here. There's no Plaza Midwood. Like, it's not like that. Um, So that part, that part hurts my soul a little bit. But I'm finding my little pockets. Yeah. My little pockets to go. There's, like, one gay area that's kind of cool, but they just party too much for me. And I just turned 31. Like, I need to slow down. I feel that. <laughs> that my liver's done. Yeah, yeah. that recover that recovery period at thirty one. You know, I know Duval and I only got a couple weeks left of thirty two. G's about to be thirty three in October. That recover period, you got to really once you pass that certain amount of drinks, like is it four or five beers or a couple shots? You got to go. Okay, am I committed to this, or do I need to get some water and then, yeah. or I need to go ahead and pack it in for the night because you, you got to prepare yeah. yourself. Water and I have become best friends this year. Um, that's pretty much all I drink now. It is literally <laughs> my lifesaver. Thank God for that. I just my nights have taken like eight shots. It's it's done. So no more. And if you don't want to talk about it, we can. But I texted you earlier. You said you were nervous of coming on. I said have a couple of drinks. Then you said you were sober. Duval yeah. goes on a little hiatus every once in a while and goes sober for a little bit. What was your reasoning behind taking that break? <laughs> Um, it's not like anything great. Uh, last Saturday, because the, so the recovery period's long, right? Yep. My last day of work is Saturday. I technically have Sundays off. I get to work from home on Mondays. So drinking is for Saturdays. Yeah. Um, I went to, I made obviously friends with some bartenders. They were having the slowest night they've had all year. So I called up all my friends and we spent like $300 a piece Shoo. at a dive bar. Yeah, and um, we all got just hammered. Um, luckily, one of our friends just, like, let us all pile into his living room, and we just, like, tried to sleep it off. We didn't wake up to, like, 1 p.m. the next day, and the bar closes at 11. So, like, Shoot. I, no. They just need a break. I need to heal. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, so you're just, yeah, you're just doing it because you're old and washed now. Not yeah. No, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I didn't know if you had like a come come to I don't mind moment where you're just like all right I'm trying to go you know Duvall does this little thing when the, what is it the New Year hits Duvall yeah yeah the first goes, of the year I he, go pescatarian and I cut out a lot of shit yeah. But yeah, yeah so then it's like by the time and like that's the near the end of the football season so then we have the Super Bowl and we get wings and pizza and Duvall just sitting there angry. One, because the Panthers aren't in it. And two, because everybody's eating wings and pizza. And he's just like, man, I got like one more month of this shit. And he's just trying not to be angry. But you can tell he's just sitting there drinking his uh, just just uh, spiced rum straight. No mixer, no nothing, no sugars. And he's out there just a little trying to, trying to have fun. But you can tell it's affecting him in more ways, more than one way. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of feel like my bank account's mad at me. My liver's mad yeah. at me. Like, <laughs> my skin is mad at me. No, me and Tequila broke up for a little bit. We'll get back together, but like, we're broken up right now. Yeah, you got you to gotta come over to the area of just brown, like, because mm-hmm. I don't drink. I Hold up. So I found out right oh. before I left Charlotte, I have allergies to all kinds of alcohol now. Oh, wow. Oh, Whiskey, vodka, rum, Chardonnays, uh, Mos Savion Blancs, um, anything that's cast for a really long time, um, and IPAs. I can't have IPAs, period. Wow. How'd you I figure that out? How'd you figure that out? Yeah. <laughs> it's on TBR. That's good enough for me. Ooh. The champagne. You like PBR, that's it. Ooh. Champagne. Oh. So how did you yeah. how did you how did you figure this out? Did you just line up all this liquor and beer and just start drinking it to your stomach turned or what? Like, why am I itching? Like yeah. after I just took a shot of rum. Like it, it was trial and error, I guess is the right way to put that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean I well, because I worked at Legion and okay. we we're IPA forward. Yeah. I think yeah. I got overexposed. Ah. Because they give you like so much free beer every week. Yeah. And I'm drinking all these IPAs. And all of a sudden, my friend looks at me and it's just like, it was like summertime. So I had a tank top on. I think we were at the pool at one point and it's just high. It's all down my body. And she's like, Oh, wow. Have you only drink the beer today? And I was like, Yeah. She's like, Let's not do that anymore. So then I started just going to liquor and I had an allergic reaction to some whiskey. I can't remember what it was. And then it was vodka and then it was rum. And then I was like, Tequila, be there for me. And it was. I'm allergic to tequila. That is safe. Woo. Good on that. Yeah, so you're talking to a couple people who don't really mess around with tequila. I only mess around with tequila when it's in, like, margaritas. Other than yeah. that, whoo. It just. I mean, I don't, you don't, I don't have to I don't mess around with that. That's true. Ooh. You can sip it, but it, it you know. I've had some bad experiences. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me some crown or something like that. No. All right, so you miss the people. Is there anything else that you miss from this area, or um, the food? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Really good food. I mean, it's okay. Let me put it this way: all these really fancy restaurants here, like I'll say, eighty percent of them are still stuck in what the culinary world would call like a cruise ship in the nineteen nineties. So like. <laughs> They decorate their plates with kale, and <laughs> it's just like we're still making like roses out of watermelon rinds and shit like that. That you can't even eat it; it's just on the plate. And I'm just like, <laughs> like fast forwarded into like the future with like the way that they play, and there's a lot more science to it in China yeah. as well. Um, so it's just, and everything's Tex-Mex, which I love. It's my favorite. I eat yeah. it every day. One of the restaurants is a Tex-Mex restaurant. Um, but that's all it is. It's just insane. There's every, it's like, like the same amount of gas stations It's as Tex-Mex restaurants. Wow. There's every corner. There'll be there's three in the same building. That's Why? crazy. What the hell? Why? All I can Why get. Would the same concept right next door to each other. It's insane. They must be laundering money. That's all I can guess. So have you made it? I feel like, from the things I've seen, Austin and Texas might would be like right up your alley because their motto is like "Let's get weird" or whatever. Have you been out to Austin? Um, no, I don't have a lot of connections there. It's definitely more music based, okay. so I could see how that might give me more of like that Charlotte feel that I'm missing, like that note of Plaza Midwood yeah. vibe. 
but it's way more expensive. Dallas is actually cheaper to live in wow. than Charlotte. Wow. Well, I mean, after you just described how old school it is and everything stuck there, right? you can see why it is a little cheaper than Charlotte. Because there's some spots yeah. in Charlotte that are on the uppity up. And as Duval knows, with the gentrification and stuff going on, all of a sudden the spot you used to look at and be like, "Wait, there's how much for rent over there?" I mean, it's 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 crazy yeah. around here. I mean, honestly, that might have been part of the reason that I moved. When I heard that, I took my apartment, found a similar place here in Dallas, and I compared it. It's three hundred dollars cheaper a month, and I was like, "Oh, so yeah. I can get a place, no problem. I don't even have to worry about it. That's yeah. fine." So yeah. it's crazy. I think like I had a four hundred. Four four fifty square foot apartment, one bedroom in like Lower South End. That was they wanted to charge me eleven hundred dollars in twenty nineteen, and I was like, I'm not re-signing my lease for that. You're insane. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, Absolutely. it sounds like like I mean Texas is apparently the way to go. Like I know there's a couple of my co well one of my coworkers just moved from California to Texas. Yeah, specifically a lot of California, and it's a and, and I guess that's the thing that people are doing, kind of like people that are moving from New York and D.C. to Charlotte, is kind of what people are going to be doing on that side. They're going to move from California to Texas. So, I mean, it's only a matter of time before the cost of living in certain areas in Texas go up, too. So. Yeah. Yeah, super true. I mean, Texans aren't happy about it there. If you ask anybody who's actually from here, they're like, they're super pissed, you know. <laughs> nice, nice Texan accent there. There you go. <laughs> right? Got it. Oh, I have to tell you guys, the biggest, I don't know, have you guys ever been to Dallas? I have not. I have not. There's... It's only flown in there, so no. Okay. Eyeballs are cool and everything, you know, but like, they're not my favorite thing in the world. I work next to an eyeball that is four stories tall. I'm pretty sure. Let me look at this again. Four stories tall. I have to look at this eyeball every day of my life. And the people, Dallasites or whatever they call it here, they love it. Wait, so it's like like a giant eyeball? Yeah, I was going to say, what is an eyeball? That's what I was going to say. This artist painted his eyeball and he's got his right eyeball here and his left eyeball in Chicago. It's like the biggest tourist thing to do right now. It's a is it painting? Is it a painting or is it like a water tower? Well, like a structure, a, stru- a round structure that sits on the ground. It's just a round, giant version of his own eyeball. Huh. And everybody loves it. Let me see if I can. That's that's strange. That that's is weird. Huh. Let's see. Oh, I, I know this is what we got a podcast. Can you see it? Oh yeah, there's there's yeah, a blue eye. Yeah, that is weird. It's literally a giant eyeball, and everybody gets so excited when I book events. I'm like, yeah, the eyeball's right there. Enjoy your dinner. I don't understand. (laughs) Whatever. So do you feel like now now you're in Dallas, and you basically – do you feel like you're on the right path with what your next steps in your career are? I mean, you said earlier how you felt like you kind of maxed out what you could do here in Charlotte. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you can grow grow more – Grow more, I guess, would be a thing out in Dallas. I think I got lucky. I think I got lucky with where I went for the first night. Yeah. Uh, this this group, this restaurant group, really likes to hire within and teach within. Um, and they like to talk about, you know, options to become managing partners and things like that. So it's definitely a step in the right direction. I mean, I like to work for small companies. I like to work for, like, family-operated companies. In Charlotte, they're just not big enough for me to really go anywhere. Yeah. And to be just super honest, I got offered double the salary that I had in Charlotte. That's awesome. Because there's yeah. so much money here. It's yeah. insane. 
Yeah. People just throw like $3,000 on like a two hour event. Like it's nothing. Hmm. And if they don't spend it, they're like, keep it. I don't care. And I'm like, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to argue that. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to link you up with my buddy Cheeks. He actually works. It's an Indian restaurant, but the owner owns a lot of different places, and they're starting to open new ones. And he runs a couple of them. And I don't know, like, if y'all could ever link up, or if you need something event space, because I know he came out here for a bachelor party, and you know his boss calls it like R and D, and he just has a company card, and we went out to eat one night, and at a re- restaurant in Asheville, and he just picked up the tab, and we we're like, oh, okay. That's it. like you were talking about people just have money and that was what he was kind of yeah. describing as well. And they're in Lubbock, but I know they're open at a bunch of different places, but yeah. I mean, I definitely go out to Lubbock. I mean, I have to, all my cousins are like 10 years younger than me. So they're all in college and it's Texas A&M, UT, Texas yeah. Tech. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. You definitely have to, I mean, yeah, I'll definitely have to link you guys up or do a podcast or something and, and meet up for drinks. I mean, he's a cool dude yeah. and said being out there in Texas, there's always, ways to link up and especially since y'all are kind of similarly in a same business he's more restaurant but i know you've worked in the restaurant business for what going on 15 20 years almost right oh i don't know yeah something like how old am i yeah 16 16 years probably yeah yeah i was 15 when i got my first job at a really bad smoothie shop so. <laughs> <laughs> fine it was awful so so I know you talked about kind of just like your growth and just everything in Texas and, and expanding there. What's going to be kind of like your end goal? Like, because I mean, I mean, you're in a really good spot now, but I mean, five years, 10 years from now, is it just going to have your own venue space? Is it going to be your own, you know, bar, whatever the case may be? So what's kind of like your end goal now? Because I'm, I'm obviously you've been in this industry for a while. Do you mm-hmm. want to stay there or do you want to tap into something else that's similar or, or what? Um, I wouldn't say that I'm not ambitious, but throughout my life, I've kind of just gotten opportunities and it, I'm, I'm very organized and detailed and like, I'm a planner for sure. But when it comes to things like that, if I'm just kind of like, if I have a good thing, then, you know, I'll, I'll just hang out here and do this for a while. And if something better comes along, I guess I just, Kind of go wherever the wind takes me. Yeah. It's been working out for most of my life. So, I mean, I'd like to, like, live in a different country for a little bit. Like, I've never actually really left the United States. I've been in the Bahamas, but, like, when you live in Florida your whole life, that's nothing. But (laughs) I've never really traveled, and I'm just kind of waiting for COVID to, like, not suck so I can do that. So if I get an opportunity to do that, I'm going to go live somewhere else for a little bit, wherever that may be. But no plans. So... How, I know when you were last on a couple of times ago, you had that taste catering. Did you end up selling that off? Did you kind of discontinue that? What happened to that? So that was my best friend's company. Okay. He still has that. Um, I still have my social media business as like a side hustle. So when I move, I'm not like totally jobless. <laughs> uh, so I'm yeah. still doing that for them. I don't think I had my other two clients when I did my last podcast, maybe I did. I have one that's a mushroom company um, out of uh, Allegheny County, so like northern North Carolina. Yeah. Um, and then they support a nonprofit that builds libraries and schools and coffee farms for people in Guatemala. So I'm supposed to travel to Guatemala soon. There may have been some talks about when that kind of gets a little bit better down there, staying down there. 
yeah. and running social media. Um, but that wouldn't be for like three years. So I'll entertain it when it comes back up. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Kamala might be a place for a minute. I don't know. We'll so, see. So also to take a complete like right turn or twisty turn, when we met you, you had a boyfriend. Everything was grand over there. I know I've broken up since then or whatever. You brought up just a little bit ago, you're part of the queer community now. What was yeah. that journey? We I had no idea. I know you had, again, I know we're not the best of friends and you don't, it's not like I expect you to tell me anything, but for you to come out and now what do you know, how do you identify yourself and all that kind of stuff and how did you become on that journey of figuring who you wanted, your true self? Um. So honestly, to be like completely honest, um, it was always kind of there. Um, it was just really easy to be like a straight white girl yeah. for a while. And, <laughs> you know, you get a lot of opportunities and people just look at you and, you know, especially when you're a bartender, you don't ever want to like scare the customer away or tip you less or whatever. <laughs> but once I really moved down into Charlotte, it became easier just to be me. Yeah. Uh, and I definitely identify as queer because there is, there's a lot of hate within the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're not a hundred percent lesbian, then you're not a lesbian. And like, that's not always true because sexuality yeah. is so fluid yeah. and I just like to accept everybody. So to make it easier for myself and for others who may think it's necessary to judge me, I just go by as queer. Um, and that just, you know, it just it is what it is. Yeah. I'm I love everybody, but like I'm not gonna say I'm pansexual because there might be somebody where I'm like, no, I don't dig that, you know. So I'm like, I, I'm not gonna be that. I'm not. There's so many terms, and I'm okay with people like having their terms. I just I go with the wind. Yeah, it seems like, like somebody. It. I like somebody, you yeah. know, if something happens, it happens. Hopefully not, because I'm still trying to travel. I can't be doing all that. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I just wanted, you know, I just wanted to make sure we were all, I knew what was going on and how to, you know, address, you know, that kind of stuff or if it was. Oh, but. yeah. I mean, it's whatever. My, I'm not, like, my pronouns don't totally matter to okay. me. Because um, it can get really difficult for people and I'm not trying to make anything difficult. I'm not, some people, I get it. If you're non-binary and that's what you want to be respected as, that's fine. Um, I present pretty feminine, so people are going to call me she, her, and that doesn't hurt my feelings or make me feel any kind of way. So that's fine. I mean, you could yeah. call me a boy if you want to. I don't care. All my friends call me bro here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like my motto is like, it is what it is. Yeah. What do you do? It seems like, yeah, throughout your whole, I mean, from jumping up and moving to Dallas on a whim of a friend invite to this, I mean, it's very laid back, kind of just where the wind takes you. So that's cool. Yeah. Oh, I did win a bet though. I won three hundred bucks because I didn't come back in two months to Charlotte because I made it. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you that was go. a nice little thing to see in my Venmo. I totally forgot about it, and I was just like, "Bing." Hey, for somebody to send it to you unprompted—that's impressive. Right? Because uh, if I lost, if I lost three hundred bucks, I'm gonna wait until they send a request or the text message before I just fork it up right off the bat. I think they're like, really proud of me because, like, they thought I was going to struggle. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to make you make it. And I was like, oh, hey, I, like, copped a job that's really good. And I have all these benefits and commission and stuff. And they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, mean, I guess I do that. And, like, ten minutes right? later, I got the notification. Ah, yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, do you think if you hadn't have gotten this job, I mean, obviously, with your free spirit, you would have ended up landing somewhere and doing something. But okay. with this one being so... 
good, as you've been saying, did that help a lot with it? I mean, if you would have ended up just being a regular bartender at, I don't know, Joe Blow's bar down the street, would that have affected you a little bit more? Um, I don't think so because I, I've learned a lot from when I lived in Charlotte and who I want to keep in my life and who I don't. So when I started making new friends here, I really asked them serious questions like, how do you feel about this? Like yeah. animals are something that's important to me. I would bring up a question about it. I would bring up, you know, the queer community and stuff like that. And if anybody had like a sideways comment, I was like, like, <laughs> but I made some yeah. really amazing friends here. Um, so they kind of, they kind of make me want to stick around for a little bit. So. Nice. Well, good. Plus, I love dive bars. I'd love to work at a place. That's like true. I mean, I mean, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't mean it as a negative thing. But if you weren't making as much money or as happy as you were where you are now, that may have, mm -hmm. you know, it, that would have persuaded you. But yeah, I understand you do like that. You know, fox and a hound. Not so really a dive bar, but you know, your PBR, your thirsty beaver. Some person. nights, some nights. Some nights, yes. Yeah. Some nights it is. Jeeves <laughs> is more of a regular at the one at uh, North Lake now. I am. That's still open. Oh yeah, it is. Jeeves yeah. keeps the lights on. Yeah, that's that's the only uh, damn thing. I, 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 I don't do all that. that. <laughs> no, I, I don't do all that. They got other, they got other regulars that keep the lights on. See, look, Jeeves know the regulars are the regulars. Yeah. Nah. Him and the regulars keep the lights on. Yeah. And, and the <laughs> all yeah, I found uh, in my excursions to uh, my many Goodwills looking for jerseys, I found a Fox and the Hound shot glass for Jeeves that I gave Ooh. to him as a memento. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Have you oh. have you ripped a shot from it yet, Jeeves? I have not. Oh, oh man. Oh man, I, I got a five figure really? discount from that Fox and Hounds, humbly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so Eric, do you have any funny stories from working at this new business? Has anybody done? I mean, you you brought about some of the horrible things people have said, but barring like yeah. that kind of derogatory stuff, but is there anything funny like? Someone's dropped a plate of rice on someone's head or something like that. Oh, there's this thing. I don't know if you guys know this. You know in Charlotte you can't light things on fire? I did not know that. At the bar you talk about? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can light a candle. But, but you like, can't you know, do like, a shot like a flaming Dr. Pepper or whatever. Yeah, like a flaming right, Dr. And you can't do like the Vegas lights and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If it's your birthday, they put those giant sparklers that are like the size of my head. In your food. They don't care if it's a sandwich. They don't oh, care wow. if it's a chocolate cake. Did right. I know how much that was going to spark up when I first lit my, my first little birthday sandwich? No. <laughs> did I catch my hair on fire? Yes, I did. It looks like a rocket. It's insane. They're like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Just, like, don't do it when the fire department's here. I'm like, all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's this really cool guy who thinks he's Batman. Um, the homeless like situation here is completely out of control. There's a there's a big meth problem right now. Mm. And like heroin from Houston. Ooh. Anyways, this guy thinks he's Batman and he dresses like Batman and he tells everybody his name is Bruce. Um, but every day he sees me because he's right outside my parking garage. He'll always be like, hey baby with the blue hair, you know I love you. I'll see you tomorrow. You work at nine. And I'm like, all right, bye Batman. And like, <laughs> I just love him. He's so great. Um, he's like so like harmless. He just likes to say hi to everybody. He'll help me carry stuff to my car. So like I'll like give him five bucks for doing it because it's like a block and a half away. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm too busy to really see anything super funny. Um, 
just a stupid eyeball. God, I had a like a what is isn't what's an eye doctor called? Does anybody know? I don't know. I should but, know this. Jeeves hit the Google. I I did a $15,000 party just because we're next to the stupid eyeball. And I was like, fine. I think it's called an optometrist. Oh, optometrist. I think that's what an eye doctor's called. Yeah. Jeeves, look at that. Jeeves, you know, you want for 20 sometimes, man. Look at you. (laughs) Not every now and then. He got the the MKG shooting percentage. Yeah. (laughs) What so does he you do? Thought he knew it. A broke a broke clock's right twice a day. There you go. There it is. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Uh, all right. Well, Jeeves, we've all you got anything for Aaron before we hit the notebook? No, no. I'm I'm, I'm interested to see what her notebook questions are now. All right. So it's been a yeah. while. We're gonna get. I have I have a text message Aaron. The warehouse distillery. Wine under the bridge. Notebook. Jeeves can't hit the horn because. He's on his phone, my phone from using too much baloney uh, during the break. <laughs> <laughs> so that's Aaron looks through the questions. Aaron, you pick a question or two, or if you have one pop in your mind, you can ask. But while you're doing that, we'll do a little bit of housekeeping. Fantasy games. I know Jeeves has joined, but the NFL pick him. Duvall second place last year, me first place last year. So if you want to try to redeem yourself, Duvall, NFL pick on Yahoo!, yeah, I uh, need to group ID one eight one one password beards with an uppercase B. So join that. You just pick every game straight up. Drop the two lowest scores. That seemed to work the best for everybody. Dropping the two lowest scores kept yeah. it interesting about all the way to the end. I mean, it came down to basically the playoffs between me and Duvall. So I mean, all the way down to the Super Bowl and all that stuff. So we'll keep it that way. And then uh, Survivor starts up September twenty second. So that's September twenty first. We'll have our, our annual Survivor episode. That's like week two of the NFL season, I think. So get that if you want to get in our Survivor fantasy game. All As always, everything's free. And get prizes if you win. And a name on a trophy. Etched in forever. So, All right, Aaron, you got a question? Okay, I'm supposed to answer one of these questions, right? Well, you're going to ask it, and we're all going to answer it, including yourself. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. right, right. I knew that. All right. Um Y'all better have the same answer because there's only one right answer to this. Oh, hell. Would you, <laughs> would you rather have 50 cockroaches crawl up your legs or 10 rats? Ooh. How do you say there's one answer to that? That's, yeah, that's, that's all bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, now go ahead. You, you tell me your answer. 50 cockroaches. 50 cockroaches are 10, 10 rats. Now, 10 see, rats. I hate when we always have to modify, but I'm trying to, like... If we're thinking of rats, are we thinking like New York sewer rats, or are we thinking the fancy? Is the size of cats, <laughs> yeah, so, are we thinking the fancy, <laughs> the fancy it's mice, like sewer rats, like regular sewer rats? Regular, like they're like so not a the small chihuahua in Florida. A small chihuahua rat. Yeah, oh, like you want ten of those. Oh no! I, Go I ahead, mean, don't answer. okay. Yeah, if we're talking about a chihuahua-sized rat, then it's definitely the cockroaches. But if we were talking about, like, the fancy mice that you feed to, like, your pet... I know. If it's that that small that that you feed to snakes, then I would go that. But, yeah, I mean, I got to... It says rat. I got to go with the... Yeah, it says rat. So I got to go with the roaches, even though that's going to be tough as well. Yeah. You can shake. You can just, like, shake them off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You got me itching. Yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, 
I, I was I was I was with the roaches as well. Yeah, Dude, think I, about I, it. I, I gotta go. I can't do I can't do fucking sewer New York style rats, man. Like no, because I feel like right? and now I'm sitting here thinking about Rick and Morty when he had to fight them rats. So you know, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going with the roaches. Even though I will say the roaches, like I think that'd be one of the toughest things. Like if you ever watched like Naked and Afraid and like Survivor and stuff, and they sleep out there and they're just tore up with bug bites. I feel like that. Dealing with the bugs would be on my top five list of why I couldn't do complete the challenge of that stuff. I mean, yeah. the Naked and Afraid one, I, I'm never going to do that unless someone pays me $100 million kind of thing because that just looks miserable. But they're both going to be tough, but I think the roaches, at least, like you said, they ain't got no claws, no teeth, no fur, but they still yep. they're still kind of nasty. I mean, yeah, they're gross, but, like, you could shake them off and squish them. Like, I don't know if you could, like, squish a rat. Like, it might bite back, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you could squish one, but that's going to be rough if you squish one of those. You can shake it off your leg and just kick it across the room. That's a lot of shit going on. Oh, no, Jeeves. I'm shaking shaking it and kicking it across the room at the same time. That's tough. (sighs) All right, so we all went with the roaches. Yes. All right, Aaron, as we should. Go ahead and pick pick another one while we're here. Oh snap! That was <laughs> I do have. I've already thought of a question I want to add, and I'll text that to you afterwards. Well, no. Oh, okay. Question to add, or you can even ask it now. But either way. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah. Would you fight one giant chicken or like twenty five regular sized chickens? How big is a giant chicken? Like Peter Griffin, like Family oh, Guy. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, or like twenty-five chickens at once. Oh. Just with your bare hands. That's it. All you got is the hands. This is also a question. When I make new friends, this is a question I ask to see if I like them. See, you're good at this notebook question stuff. So anytime you have these pop up, just text them to me so I can keep right. Them to the notebook. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, but see, our answers, please don't judge us off this shit. You know, I feel like... I don't know, 20, 25 chickens is a lot of chickens, man. It's a lot of them. Oh, yeah, but they're normal size, though, so you yeah. can check the shit out. Yeah but, them, yeah, but they got them claws. But a big yeah. chicken, a Peter Griffin-sized chicken? Like so the one in Family Guy. five, nine, five, five ten. Yeah. Two fifty. I'll take, I'll take the big-sized chicken. He, ain't, he can't grab you with nothing, really. The claw's going to be big, but all I got to do is come from behind and choke him out, and we're good to go. 25, them suckers going to team up and, like, just pick me up off the ground, fly me away, or scrap me. So I'm going to go with the big chicken. <laughs> chickens are mean. They are. Yeah, chickens are mean. <laughs> what you taking? Well, I, I, I just want to be that. The Outlander. I, I kind of want to say twenty. I just want that. Like, just one. I, I'm just gonna kick his shit in. Like twenty. <laughs> that means I gotta go back. Boom. Yeah. Okay. There's three. Then I got another four. I gotta tackle. Then I got yeah. another four. I gotta tackle. You know. But I mean, I feel like I, I got a pretty good foot, so I feel like I can kick him good. Okay. You know. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the twenty. Now don't get me 
20, 25, Duval. 25. Uh, she just added five. That shit. <laughs> I heard 20. I heard 25. I heard 20. We'll roll the tape back, but I'm pretty sure she said 25. Yeah. Uh, yes, still- I'll be the 25. Okay. I, I'm going to go ahead and say the one big no chicken the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say the one chicken on what Jake said. You can try to get in, try to get behind him. Choke him, like get him down to your level and stuff, and then you just basically choke him out, and then you're done. When you got the 25, you gotta worry about all of them all at once. Yeah. Imagine if, imagine if something happened and you tripped over some chickens, and now you're on the ground and they're all pecking your eyeballs yeah. out. Yeah. If yeah. I, if I trip over one, I'm stepping on one. So. <laughs> yeah. 25 <laughs> chickens. Nope. The other one yeah. might be right behind you. Yeah, oh. I'm, I'm with the one. I'm a runner, so I could just run across the street and see what happens to some of them. <laughs> yeah, okay, so, why the chicken cross the road over here, yeah. <laughs> see what I did there. Yeah. All right, Aaron, what's yours? Oh, what am I fighting? Yeah. The giant chicken, are you kidding me? I'm not taking on 25 chickens at once. No, yeah. I'm short. I'm already closer to the ground. I'm taking the giant chicken. I'm sweeping the legs. Everything will be fine. I'll be good. It's a big chicken. All right, so Duvall's the outlier here. I appreciate you being a little bit different there, Duvall. I'm taking the 25 chickens if we're betting on this, if this happens in the future. That's fine. Yeah. Hey, I'm, 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 I'm kind of tall. I'm not all the way tall, but I'm tall enough, so I'm just kicking they shit in. Left the, and right. Yeah, the problem was I would love to set this up, but PETA would be all over that. Right? PETA would be all like, over your head. Like, I'm thinking, like, okay, we could find, like, a farmer. Like, even A&T, your old alma mater, Duval, had that agriculture spot where we used to actually go and steal chickens when we were pledging our fraternity. Because they leave, y'all yeah, stealing? <laughs> yeah, because they leave the ones with, like, cancer and stuff out there in the yards or whatever. Oh. So... I don't think you could get away with anybody being like, okay, here's 25 chickens, uh, and filming it for proof because, man, you'd be, uh, you'd be written uh, up for you all kinds of stuff. That for your you know, the internet is different now. The internet ain't like it was. Exactly. You, you wouldn't be able to release that. Why don't we just create a virtual reality game with a bunch of chickens in it? I feel like that might go a little Ooh. bit better. That would be better if someone created a game where you could fight chickens and they kept coming at you. Now, the only game that's comparable to that is if you ever played Zelda Ocarina of Time and you get your sword out and you start swiping the chickens in that little Cucarino village, they eventually come and attack you. And you do have to run away from the chickens and you have to fight them, but it's only like like five to ten of those. But it would be interesting if someone made a video game where you could actually like, like that Oculus, the little joint that people have like Britney has where you fight things yeah. if, if someone made a yeah. fighting chicken game Whoa. like the virtual reality oculus now look yeah. see we, we're on to something now yeah now, and you know we what i'm gonna throw another i'm gonna throw another wrinkle into why i would be good with the 25 chickens because <laughs> i would just start a chicken fight i would have two fighting each other so then that's saving me a couple and they fighting each other. Know. They fighting each other. So then I'm good. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you know, so now I just got to take care of 10 because the other 10 take care of each other. Or 20, 15. So we're good. No, oh, absolutely Lord. not. That's cheating, first of all. All the chickens hate the person who finds the amount of chickens. Hey, hey. Um, <laughs> All right, Aaron, you got any other final questions you want to throw out in the last five minutes? 
No, I think I'm going to reserve some of them for the next time for you to put in your book. The book's looking a little scarce. It is. It is looking a little scarce. We've been off a little bit. We need to tighten it up. We've been thinking about moving it to like a, uh, a Google Doc to where people could then access it and add some on their time. And it'd be easier to like to, you know, highlight some that have been done before. We just hadn't got around to it because, you know, two kids and everything is it's tough to buckle down. You. But but no, I appreciate it. Aaron, I appreciate you coming on. You know, two, you know, two weeks late notice. We'll definitely have to have you back, get you updated on where you're, you know, where you're at with your spot there in Dallas. And then, of course, if next time you were in Charlotte, let us know. We will set up some burial carts, hang out in the basement, and chill. Since we didn't get to do that before, I felt like I only had like a three day notice by the last time you said right? you was heading out. I was like, oh lord. No, I'm super excited. Yes, you ask me whenever you need me to fill in. Just, just let me. Well, dude, now, yeah, I'm now that I have some more stories for you. Yeah, now that I know you, you know you're you're off by six, so that works out perfect for us in time ways and stuff. But yeah, if I'm ever in a pinch, I'll holler at you. And you know, yeah. quick one since we won't see you before NFL starts. You are a Dolphins fan. What's your quick? What do you think? How do you think they're going to do this season? Listen, I know you're going to be really disappointed in me. Um, when like COVID and everything happened, I kind of fell off, and okay. I haven't watched any sports. Period. Wow. Hey, you know. You I know. To... It hurts my heart. It hurts my soul. <laughs> I blame COVID. Fair enough. It's all COVID's fault. Fair enough. You're not working in a sports bar or anything anymore. So oh, yeah. I mean, like, some of my places don't even have TVs right now. Yeah. Like, look. See any TVs behind me? That's true. Just an exit yeah. sound. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I apologize. I'll finish my true crime podcast, and then I'll, like, get back on my sports <laughs> No worries. No worries. <laughs> well, Duval, Jeeves, any, any final thoughts before we head out? Nope, I'm good. I'm just glad to be back. Yeah, I appreciate y'all stopping through. We'll be back, hopefully on a regular Tuesday schedule, get it going. Aaron, again, thank you for stopping by. It's always a pleasure. Who would have known, what, 10, 12 years ago when you served us at Fox and the Hound in Burkdale that you'd now be on the podcast shooting the breeze and all that kind of stuff? Right, from like middle of freaking america and texas on top I know. of it from tuesday what was that a uh, blue moon night and karaoke night to tuesday podcast night right <laughs> i still remember the night and I, I still have a picture there's like it's you and jeeves and Jarianna and you guys are just chilling in the booth it was someone's birthday i don't even think it was someone like in the friend group that we had it was just like <laughs> random guy's birthday and the three of you are sitting in the booth and I'm like I'm taking a picture of this for sure I'm gonna send it to yeah, you yeah you have to send it to us absolutely yeah. absolutely and then so, also, like, so, so, did, so did you used to work at the one when I would come home for like Thanksgiving she yeah used to work yeah she used to work at that one so yeah. I, you probably would have met me you wouldn't have known it because I yeah. totally didn't Listen, yeah. sometimes we used to drink while we were working back then. So if I didn't see like every day or like at least every Sunday, it was a little hard to remember who was who back then. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm serious. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I appreciate you stopping through. Stick around so I can grab a picture. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go find a light. Other than that, let's see. Duval, man, since Jeeves let us off, how do we end the pod? Peace. I'm out.